again. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is, um, I have to, I don't know what the heck is going on. It's like, dang, it's, it's irritating because then I, not that I had a, like a ton of people in here, but this has happened, I think three or four times in the last, in February that it just cuts me off. It's irritating. Um, gosh, uh, now let me just say, I am back up. <laughs> yes, the kangaroo knocked me off. <laughs> it did. I was so, and I have to post that video of the kangaroo because he's really cute. He's just really cute. All right. Well, I have a few minutes to get into the, I wanted to play. Remember I was telling you about that Beyonce, Texas, Texas Holden song that um, the, the country song play radio station. See, now I'm all, um, flustered I'm not flustered um that the country stations wouldn't play I found it it's called Texas hold on <laughs> damn those kangaroos I know so this is the song um here's a little bit of it I'm gonna play a little bit of it the music sounds country but the video she's a she's like in this little itty bitty teeny little underwear i could say thong and like no shirt like her boobies are like a little jacket you know like she's hardly wearing anything i can see why country is like wait a minute i'm surprised she doesn't turn around and say i got bootylicious yeah Again, a real don't know and I know they're probably gonna start playing it all over the radio and I'm not gonna be able to stop hearing it um that uh then there's some more songs that I told you guys uh about these two these two guys that I really, really like. Um, and now they're number two and number three um, on the charts. And it is um, Teddy Swims with Loose Control. Hi, Daddy Hot. Something's got a hold of me lately, though I don't know myself anymore. I told you it was going to be a big hit. It's number two, Teddy Swims. Um, the other one I just told you about last week was this one, Beautiful Things by Benson Boone. It starts off kind of slow. Welcome back, Bam Bam. The kangaroo knocked me right off of me. Lately I've been doing better than the last four cold Decembers, I recall. And I see my family every month. I found a girl my parents love. She'll come and stay the night and I think I might have it all. And I think it gets a little faster in a minute. Oh, the girl can't send my way. But I know the things he gives, he can take away. And I hold you every night. That's a feeling I want to get used to. But there's no man as terrified as the man who stands to lose you. Okay, here it goes, guys. Oh, I hope I don't lose you. Mm. Please, Please stay. I want you. I want you. I need you. Oh, God. Don't take It's number three now. Um, I love it. I really like it. But 
the one thing I hate about radio is when they continually play something and play it and play it and play it to death. Ugh. Um, and so that one's that one. Um, Usher, uh, of course, has a new um, album that's coming out. It debuted at number one um, after the Super Bowl. They're saying um, this is the new song. His new single from the song is called Coming Home. Just play a little bit of it. Mike, it's kind of explicit. Cover your angel ears. You know I'm teasing you. <laughs> All right, that's Asher's new single, Coming Home. That will also be all over the radio stations. Now, this one I like. This next one is good. Papa Roach lands its 10th mainstream rock airplay number one with Leave a Light On. I like this one. Um, the song is the fourth leader from the band's um, 2022 album, Ego Trip. Um, they haven't been back. Here is the song, Leave a Light On, Talk Away the Dark. Dry bones rattling a lonely soul Slipped and fell into a deep black hole I can tell you're lost, I'm here for you Wildfires burning you down to stone Blind eyes turning from a world so cold A million miles apart within my reach It's not like me to worry when I see you fading in the dark I'll leave a light on for you Through all nights I will be right I really like them. He's got a great voice. Rain comes following an endless drought to wash away the remnants of all your doubt. I hope that you'll see me looking out. It's not like me to worry. When I see you fading in the dark, I'll leave a light on for you. The long night, I will be right there for you if you drift too far. I'll leave a light on for you. <laughs> he doesn't leave the light on. <laughs> that was for you, Daddy Hoff. I do like that song. It's good. All right. So the last one, and then we'll get into um, the 100 songs band um, after 9-11. Um, I remember 
totally loving Paul McCartney and the Wings Band on the Run. It says that it's returning to the charts after um, its 50th anniversary wish reissue. Um, it sets three enters at number five on the top albums chart. So I have this one to play. If I talking about kangaroos and bam cuts me off i'm like dang it all right so we're continuing with um the 100 songs that were banned um in the in america in the united states i should say excuse me after 9 11 um clear uh, station um band songs that said New York, anything that had to do with violence, death, even happy songs, um, because they thought it was going to be, even the happy songs would be too much for people to handle. Um, so the first one that I have um, on this list today, continuing, is Johnny Angel um, by Shelly Fabrice. Uh, this song is a tale of a girl who has a huge crush on a boy, Johnny, who has no knowledge of her. She loves him so much and is so desperate to win his heart that she turns down another boy who asked her on a date. Um, the song features Glenn Campbell and Carol Kay on guitar. Huh, I had no idea until I read this. Um, Hale um, Burns on drums and Darlene Love and the Blossoms as backup vocals. Um, these were some of the top West session music musicians who played uh, in hundreds of hits in the 60s. Isn't that funny? Yeah, Glenn Campbell did a lot of that. So here is Johnny Angel. And see, it didn't have anything to do with death and angels, but since it said angels, bam, it got cut. Johnny Angel, Shelly Barbies. Johnny Angel. Johnny Angel. Johnny Angel. Johnny Angel. You're an angel to me. Tina Cho had a Johnny Angel in high school when she was a freshman. <laughs> It's gonna be other fellas on me out for a date, but I 
to sit and wait. I'd rather concentrate on Johnny Angel. Crowley's student considered herself a singer and thought that the voices of her backup vocalists were beautiful. That is, um, frightened her to try to record um, as herself, but she managed through it. Although she did have another top 40 hit, it was obvious that her acting career would um, was always stronger. I don't know who, I mean, I remember her name, but I don't remember what movies she was in. Um, her singing career ended in 1966. Johnny Angel, Shelly Ferris, off the album Shelly, 1962. It actually charted number one in the U.S. and also in Canada. Where people like to smuggle, smuggle pythons in their pants. Canada, into New York. <laughs> Johnny Angel. All right, we're going to move on to the next one. Um, it's actually um, Hey Man, Nice Shot by Filter. And I can kind of understand why they did this one, but when you're reading about what it's about and what they were thinking, I can understand both sides. So here's a little bit about the song. This song is about R. Bud Dreyer, who was the Pennsylvania state treasurer. He was tired and found, tried and found guilty of racketeering, bribery, fraud, and conspiracy. On January 22nd, 1987, he called a press conference where he pulled out a gun, put it in his mouth, and pulled the trigger. He died instantly on cameras, with cameras rolling and people in the room screaming. Um, at least one TV station ran the footage on their local news. Um, I don't ever remember that. Um, but here's a little bit of Hey Man, Nice Shot, and then I'll talk more about it in a minute. The song is called Hey Man, Nice Shot. Hi, Dose. Yeah, I don't remember. How are ya? And then they found out he didn't take the money? Oh my gosh. Damn. I'm good. I'll be even better if Podby doesn't kick me off again. And I don't know that this lasted very long. I mean, because they said that DJs were like, nope, sorry, and played these songs anyway. Did they kick you off too? Dang it. Yeah. They know where it cahoots does. So Filter took a lot of heat from people who felt that this song was glorifying suicide. In response, the band released this statement. The song, Hey Man, Nice Shot, is a reaction to a well-documented public suicide. It is not a celebration or glorification of taking one's own life. The phrase, hey man, nice shot, is a reference to the final act itself, an expression of guts and determination of a person standing up for what they believe is right. We are extremely sensitive and respectful to the family and friends of Mr. Dreyer. We have both lost, we have all lost um, friends to suicide and felt nothing but sympathy and loss of the victims and those involved in such a tragedy. Hey Man, Nice Shot by Filter off the album Short Bus, 1995. It would chart 76 in the U.S. and 14 in Canada. <laughs> I don't know what my is. It was yesterday. I mean, not yesterday, but Monday and then again today, but... That's all right. 
I still stick with it. <laughs> All right, we're gonna move on to the next song and it is um, Learn to Fly by the Foo Fighters. Um, and I'm guessing because it said fly that they that they banned it. Um, Dave Grohl explained about the search for some sort of inspiration, um, the search of signs of life that will make you feel alive. It's actually one of my least favorite songs on the record, he said. Um, in the video, Jack Black and his tenacious D partner, Kyle Grass, um, they are cleaners and mistakenly spike the coffee. Jack Black also appears in Low as Dave Grohl's sidekick at the hotel. Lead singer um, David Grohl appears in Tanisha C's video tribute as the guitar playing devil. So here is a little bit of Learn to Fly, Foo Fighters. <laughs> Um, 165 songs that were banned after 9-11 is the um, list that I'm going through. They were all banned by um, Clear Station, uh, Clear Channel, I'm sorry. Um, I'm trying to see how many stations they had at that time. It doesn't say. I haven't, I don't think I got to Rage the Machine, but all of their songs were banned. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even songs that just said New York, you know, were banned. The song set a record for the most, 13 weeks at number one in Canada. <laughs> Learn to fly, the Foo Fighters, off the album, There Is Nothing Left to Lose, 1999. Number one in both the U.S. and Canada. I like them. Um, all right, we're going to move on to the next one, and it is um, Fuel. This song is Bad Day. Um, I guess bad day, you know, um, feels guitarist Carl Bell wrote this after he witnessed his girlfriend having a bad day. Bell, um, said in an interview, they both had been struggling with meeting their life goals and taking a toll on their relationship. One afternoon, he saw her staring out the window, lost in thought. He knew there was something wrong, but sensed he should leave her alone because she might bite his head off. I <laughs> don't know. She ended up driving. He, yeah, she ended up driving off without saying a word. He recalled, I remember looking out, watching her drive um, away from the apartment and I picked up my guitar as usual. Um, do I try to deal with the situation like this? And the song basically fell on my lap. Okay, well, let's listen to it. Bad day. Fuel. Had a bad day. Said I would not understand Just left a note and said I'm sorry I had a bad day again Just filled a coffee, broke a cereal Smear the lipstick off the You are not very empathetic <laughs> or romantic. Yes. I 
of this album, Something Like They're Human, was written in a portable studio on the back of a bus during the band's grueling two-year world tour. This is Bad Day by Fuel, Something Like a Human 2000, charted number 12 in the U.S. They didn't chart in Canada. They didn't like it. Because they're happy. They don't have bad days. Okay, this next one, I can see why they totally just put it on for the name. Um, because it's a happy little ditty. Gets you up and wants you to start dancing. You dropped the bomb on B by the Gap Band. God. <laughs> this is a popular feel-good dance song, but it's actually quite heart-rendering. The girls meant everything to the singer. It says, you, you were my pills, you were my thrills, you were my hope, you were my smoke. Ooh, then she turns me wrong. So is the bomb. <laughs> it's nothing good. More like a breakup that came out of nowhere and devastated the poor guy. The song um, features a synthesizer that imitates the whistling sound of a bomb being dropped. This is the first heard once immediately before the first verse and repeats throughout the song from the fourth chorus onward. The song um, actually features timbani drum rolls. So let's give it a listen. Dropped a bomb on me, the Gap Band. Shaking your left tiny a little bit. It's twitching. I know it is. <laughs> I know you. You <laughs> put my You Well, you might like this next one. <laughs> The Gap Band were originally known as the Greenwood, Archie, Archer, and Pine Street Band in 1967 in their hometown of Tulsa, Oklahoma. They eventually settled on a shorter name and as the band um, comprised of three brothers were marketed as R&B version of the Bee Gees. You dropped the bomb on me, the Gap Band. The Gap Band 5, 1982, charted number 31 in the U.S. Canada didn't like this one either. That is the Gap Band. All right, we're going to move on to the next song. Um, Bad No. Stop. Um, Bad Religion by Godsmack. <clears throat> On the surface, this song is a contemporary on the harmful effects of religion, but it may also deal with the lead singer Sully Earns' anti-abortion beliefs. Lyrics um, indicate this includes, who's to say, I won't like you anyway. Take a deep breath, I'm alive. Can you hear me? I'm alive inside you. Agony creeps up behind you. Okay. Bad Religion is also the name of the influential Southern California punk band um, that was popular in the 80s. So here is the song Bad Religion by Godsmack. Look 
looking down on you as I beat you? Yeah, maybe he is a douchebag. I don't know. After their city caught on um, in their native Massachusetts, the band landed a record deal with Universal, and the demo was reworked and re-released as their infamous debut album. Bad Religion was the fourth and final single and went to number eight on the mainstream rock charts. Bad Religion, God Smack, God Smack album, 2000. Okay, so we're going to move on to the next song that was banned um, after 9-11. Um, Brain Stew um, by Green Day. Green Day's lead singer, Billy Joe Armstrong, became a father on February 28, 1995, when his wife, Adrienne, gave birth to their son, Joey, named after Joey Rome. Okay. Armstrong was already stretched thin and now he wasn't getting any sleep because the baby would keep him up. His thoughts were scrambled into brain stew, which is what the song is about. So here it is. Brain stew, Green Day. I think these clear station people just needed to know what the songs were about instead of just banning them because of the title of the song. Thank you, Danny Hoff. Time ticks by. Still, I try. No rest for cross in my mind. On my own, here we go. Welcome, HTTY. WN, good to see you. My eyes feel like they're gonna bleed. Right up in bullshit, I might still. My mouth is dry. My face is numb. to fatherhood, Armstrong's paranoia and insomnia were caused by methamphetamine, which he was have been experimenting with. He provides a detailed and rather gruesome account of his meth use on Geek Stink Breath, also on a Somni album. The song was originally titled Somniac, which ended up being the title of the album. The face brain suit never appears in the lyrics. Brain Stew, Green Day off the album, Insomniac, 1996. It would chart number one in Canada and number three in the U.S. All right, we're going to move on to the next song um, that was banned. Uh, it is Spirit in the Sky, Norman Greenbaum. As Norman Greenbaum explained in an interview, he set out to write a religious rock song. He is Jewish, but instead of using Jewish words for God, he used Jesus because he thought it would be more marketable. It took months for Greenbaum to finish the music, but the lyrics came really quickly. Interesting fact, we also learned about Norman that he used to run a goat farm. <laughs> Here it is, Spirit in the Sky, Norman Greenbaum. Hi, Spanky. By the way, Spanky agreed with um, the other four people in the poll that he would not have a coffee enema. Me too. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Who cares if it's trending? 
Hi, Michelle. Good to have you. I'm telling you, out of the six people I pulled, one of them said, hmm, maybe if it's hazelnut coffee, I wonder who it could be. The original inspiration for this song um, about a preacher by country singer Porter Wagoneer. Silver was also influenced by folk revival music and traditional southern blues. Spirit in the Sky, Norman Greenbaum, off the album Spirit in the Sky, 1969. It would chart number one in Canada, number three in the U.S. Okay, this next one we played on the original uh, on Monday. Now we're gonna play Guns N' Roses, Knocking on Heaven's Door. Um, so we just, okay, we just, I what's the real reason that Guns N' Roses chose to cover this track, which has been um, reimagined by tons of other musicians over the years. Though the band had often dedicated the song to people who died during their concerts. And I have not, I didn't get a chance, but I'm thinking, well, how many people died during their concerts. I mean, what the hell's going on there? Um, they started playing it after Axl Rose had an apparent brush with death. According to the unauthorized biography, Watch You Bleed, the saga of Guns N' Roses, which was written by Stephen Davis, the front man had gotten into a fight with a police officer outside of the cat house in Los Angeles in 1987 and wound up in the hospital for a few days, but didn't remember much of the experience. Two days later, I woke up tied to the bed with some wires running through me, the singer recalled. Um, so that's what it's about. Um, here is knocking on heaven's door, Guns N' Roses. Hi, Peter. Have a good day. Beat up by cops and in the hospital? Oh, yeah, yeah. and Slash um, came up with the idea to cover this song, but they were kind of reluctant at first because so many people had already 
covered it prior. Um, I think they did a great job. Knocking on Heaven's Door, Guns N' Roses. It didn't chart. Well, when they did this, it didn't chart anywhere, but... All right, we're going to move on to the next song we have. And it's See You in September by The Happening. Um, Bob Miranda of The Happening recalls that he and other members of the group considered the original version of See You in September, which was sort of a slow cha-cha, a great song, and kind of a bad record, he said. We also always looked for that. If we wanted to revise something and put our own sound to it, I think we you should look for a great song that was not a great record. Okay, here it is. See you in September, The Happening. I'll be alone each and every night. You remember this one. <laughs> it's the guys with the high voices. <laughs> Like Frankie Valley. This one reminds me of Frankie Valley. Thank you, Frankie. I know you're a youngster. I'm an old one here. Golden days, DOS. DOS. My mom would play this song. Actually, this was in 1996. Despite peaking at number three the first week of September 1966. Oh, 66, I guess they redid it. See, I was only one years old, so the single had enough staying power to remain at the top of the 10 throughout the rest of the month. Um, that December, The Happening was awarded a gold disc for See You in September, selling millions of units. I must have... Um, Oh, I did a typo. It's not 19, it's 1966. So, yes. <laughs> I typed that wrong when I was going to say the happening, 1996. No, it's 1966. So, I was only a year old. So, but I, my, like I said before, my mom would always listen to the station in California. It was KRLA. I remember that. And <laughs> we would always listen to the oldies. All right, we're going to move on to the next show. Hey, Joe, the Jimi Hendrix experience. Um, when Jimi Hendrix was exploring a more rock-oriented sound in New York City in 1966 with his group, Jimmy James and the Blue Flames, Hey, Joe was one of the first songs he performed regularly. He His arrangement used a slow tempo resemble, resembling um, Tim Rose's recent single version, which he had heard on the jukebox. Looking for musical acts to produce, Chas Chandler, the ex-spaces the ex of the animals, checked out Hendrix. By chance, the first song Hendrix performed during Chandler's visit was Hey Joe, the song Chandler was interested in promoting. As a result, Chandler decided to take Hendrix with him to England in September of 1966, where he would subsequently turn the guitarist into a star. Here is Hey Joe, the Jimi Hendrix experience. Hi, Bella. He ain't messing around. He's going to shoot his old lady. 
On May 1st, 2009, 6,346 guitarists played Hey Joe simultaneously in the town of uh, Roqual, Poland breaking a world record for the most guitarists playing a single song. That's cool. I've seen them do that kind of stuff before. It's really neat. Hey, Joe, the Jimmy Hendrix experience off the album. Are you experienced? Hmm? 1966. It didn't chart anywhere when they did this. He's <laughs> so talented. All right, we're going to move on and um, see if I can get one more song. Yeah, one more song. We'll get this one in. Um, Wonderful World, Herman's Hermit. Um, Herman's Hermit had a major hit in the mid-60s with the up-tempo version of a song, omitting one verse, which reached number one in Canada, number four in the U.S., and number seven in the U.K. Um, the Hermit's version was, according to singer Peter Noon, um, and guitarist Keith Hopwood done as a tribute to Cook upon his death. In an interview with Hugh Brown prior to 2020 concert in um, Edinburgh, known recalls that Jimmy Page, later founder of Led Zeppelin, played guitar on this track and was played 12 pounds. Cashbox describes it as having an infectious, rhythmic, blues, tinging, warm-hearted style. Okay, here it is, Herman Hermits with their Wonderful World version. This sounds kind of familiar, but it sounds more, I don't know. It sounds faster than what I remember, but <laughs> I was little. Actually, I'm going to stop this and I'm going to play one more. <laughs> That's Wonderful World, Herman Hermits. Again, it charted number four in the U.S., number one in Canada. If it'll let me. Turn off, dude. Okay, we're going to play this last one. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. The Hollies. We're going to end with that one. The title came from the motto from Boys Town, a community formed in 1917 by the Catholic priest named Father Edward Flanagan, located in Omaha, Nebraska. It was a place where troubled and homeless boys could come for help. In 1941, Father Flanagan was looking at a magazine called The Messenger when he came across a drawing of a boy carrying a younger boy on his back with the caption, he ain't heavy, mister, he's my brother. Father Flanagan thought that the image and phrase captured the spirit of Poise Town, so he got permission and commissioned a statue of the drawing with the inscription, He Ain't Heavy Father, He's My Brother. The statue in the phrase became a logo for Boys Town. In 1979, girls were allowed, and the name was eventually changed to Boys, Boys, Girls in Boys Town. Um, the logo was updated with a drawing of a girl carrying a younger girl was added. So here they are, the Hollies. He Ain't Heavy, He's My Brother. Now, what movie was this one in? So I'm sure it's been in a few. 
Boys Town. I thought it was in like something else. I never saw that movie. He's my brother off the album at the same name, 1969. It would chart number seven in the U.S. It didn't chart in Canada. Oh, they don't like it. All right, we're going to continue with that list on um, Monday because there's a lot of songs on there um, until it's done. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to leave you like I always leave you if I can get over here. And I'm just afraid to touch anything. Was it in Rambo 3? Really? <laughs> That's kind of funny that it was in that movie. Um, I'm afraid to touch anything. It's going to cut me off. Um, here we go. See the reason someone smiles today. Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. Just like Podbean kicking me off again today. Just don't let it bother you. See, we got through it. Even Dose came in and caused us to laugh a little bit. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, Again, Bam Bam and I will be back tomorrow um, night. We're not sure what we're watching yet. I'm sorry, Bam Bam. Um, And we were going to watch something. We're going to hang out. We always have fun when we hang out. I like hanging out with them. And people come in 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Um, I don't think we're going to try. Maybe I'll try. I don't know about trying to, to get the documentary to play again. It just went. So we'll watch it at our own homes and we'll just have a good time. Um, and then I'll be back here on Friday. So, um, see you then. Have a good day. I love you guys. Thank you again for all of your support. I really do, um, appreciate you guys more than, you know, so thank you for helping me start my day and get through my days. I really, 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 really appreciate you guys. Have a good day. Bye. One, two, three.